Welcome to the podcast Straight from the Horse Trainer's Mouth. I'm Miranda Jones and I'm sharing with you insights from a life and a career with horses and training over 30 years of experiences and insights to help you with your horses and your horsemanship. Okay, good morning fo- folks and even if it's not morning for you, Um, It's morning for me is the time that I'm recording all of this and I am thinking about the summer in general and what seems to be a reoccurring theme for me for horses that have been coming into training and we've had several like restart horses that came in this year and where and when I say restart I mean they're older horses they were started as youngsters went to another trainer and then had some bad experiences then kind of sat for a while I mean like they were started as two and three year olds and sat for until they were one was nine when I got her the other one's 15 and I have him and and this is not uncommon like I've had several of these come in through the years and they are a different sort of thing because it's like there's kind of two things I want to talk about so there's when people talk about getting their horse trained or like a lot of people will tell me oh they just need sweaty saddle blankets and um that's kind of true but it's not the sweat it's the sum of good experience I would say over sweaty saddle blankets so let so that's principle number one I want to talk about is some of good experiences like when you add all of the good experiences together do they equal more than the bad experiences more than the sweaty saddle blankets and we're going to get in maybe we should just get into that and I'm going to save the rest so the other one stay tuned for the next podcast because then the next one I'm going to be talking about Um, preparation preparing for the actual maneuver a lot of people will say they have trouble in certain areas and then it's really what leads up to that area and the things that the horse needs to have to do that specific maneuver that is causing the problems rather than the actual maneuver itself Okay, so the next one we'll talk about preparation. This one we're going to talk about the sum of good experiences. So with these horses, there is uh, something that I talk about with all of my owners when they bring me, um, we'll call them problem horses or horses that have bad experiences, blah, 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 blah. So here's the deal as a trainer. I can do a lot to bury that bad experience a whole lot I can bury it and I can bury it so deep that like a lot of them it'll seem like it's gone but here is the caveat once a horse has had an experience or learned a thing it's never gone it is always going to be there it's always going to be in their brain so this is why it's so very very important and I would argue the first 90 days for a horse is way more like important than the rest. 
when you go get your horse and a lot of people take it for granted they just like send their colts out to whoever get them broke blah 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 that is that first 90 days the first 90 experiences that a horse has being handled and trained sets the foundation everybody talks about having a good foundation on a horse it truly sets the foundation for every experience that horse has after that so if they have in that first like 90 days and i talk about 90 why is it 90 okay so um and i don't know the science behind all of this i'd be curious to see if there's any studies but it just anecdotally over the last 15 years of training horses seems like it's held up for me is there's like 30 days to establish a thing so establish a routine or a behavior a habit all of those things like 60 days makes it a habit or a habitual behavior a thing that they do repetitively that they understand and 90 makes it to where they've practiced that good habit over and over and over so that's why it's 90 okay i'm gonna take a little break because i gotta get gas i'll be right back okay we're back got gas and breakfast so we talked about why it's 90 days i recommend now and that creates the foundation now there's about what happens in that 90 days that is really important you want them to be practicing all of those 90 days slash experience days rides handlings because in my program it's not always just 90 rides depending on the horse there's a fair amount of ground training that happens before the rides do is the you want them to be practicing good things with all of those 90 things or 90 days or that time period so and what I mean by good things it's not just that there's a rider on top right and that they're not bucking I have a theory about counterfeit horses now I'm not saying that every horse won't buck unexpectedly but I think there is a lot of horses that are labeled counterfeit or that uh, buck or whatever unexpectedly because they were never taught how to pressure and like not pressure and release how to build a fire and put it out so how to feel pressure then release that pressure and I'm not talking about just putting a leg here putting a leg there uh, giving to a rein pushing away from your hand those sort of things I I mean increasing energy and intensity being okay and settling with that level of intensity and then coming back out of that level of intensity that is very when i'm restarting these horses i would say that all of them to date that has been their biggest problem is they have no idea how to handle intensity how to increase intensity how to release intensity how to settle into intense moments and that is really really important in that first 90 days yes you want pressure and release and giving and softing and 
softening and steering and um, pushing and pulling and all of these things but if you can't take your horse increase that intensity like get them fired up make a move get serious energy explosion not in a bad way like not bucking and rearing and all that but like they are moving like their life depends on it and then bring them out of it your horse is not broke <laughs> your horse is not practicing good things what i see a lot of and these restarts come to is they get that level of intensity somebody's kind of roughed them up beat them up that sort of thing so their their intensity is high but they've never learned how to settle in it and be okay with that intensity like you need to perform hard but you're not going to get abused in that situation and then the second part of it is come out of it can I put you there in that level of intensity and then can I bring you back down to where you're taking a deep breath and you're being kind of sluggish and you're being relaxed all of those things that is what more than the saddle the sweaty saddle blankets it a little bit rubs my hair backwards when people tell me that um that is more what these horses need than just get on have somebody on top and take them for miles and miles and miles and miles which I'm not saying that that's not important for some horses. Some horses do need that. I would say most of the horses though, they need to practice getting into that intensity, settling into the intensity, coming out of that intensity. So building a fire, sitting in the oven for a minute, being comfortable with it, and then coming out of that <laughs> oven. Because that's when, when you were in a tight, whether you're trail riding, packing, in the show ring, whatever when you're in a hairy situation and it's gonna happen because that's I mean we put horses when we ride them and train them and all those things we're putting them in very unnatural situations and they need to be able to be okay with that and not go into complete flight panic fight mode when they're in a tight situation we need them to think about what they're doing to listen what to listen what we're listen to what we're saying and then be able to execute what we're telling them in a calculated thoughtful manner and that is building the fire settling with the fire coming out of the fire so when I say some have good experiences, it's not that, oh yes, uh, I pulled your head this way, yes, you moved that way. Because I've seen a lot of horses, if you watch, go on to TikTok, go on to TikTok, watch some of these videos. Yeah, that horse is listening, there's a lot of horses in there, they're listening, but they are completely panicked and ready to blow, and a lot of those videos show the actual blow. And... I need a horse that's intense, especially on the performance side. I need a horse to get into that intensity, but I don't need them coming apart. And same with when I'm training a horse for a client to ride, this is a whole nother topic. When horses come to me, I don't train these horses for me to ride because I'm not going to keep them. I have the horses that I like to ride. I need them to go home and perform for the people who are riding them. So 
they need to be able to perform not just for me they need to be able to perform for other people too and that's really where the rubber hits the road and that is building that intensity and taking it out and having them listen in an intense moment and that's you'll see performance horses they look like they are scared out of their minds that holy shit I'm gonna get whatever beat out of me if I don't do this like my life depends on it and yes I need them that's how you win is to get that kind of intensity and focus into your maneuvers but here's the flip side of it is that if they can't come out of that intensity or they can't be relaxed in that intensity then a clients slash owners can't ride their horses because they don't they're not going to ride like a trainer does and b when they go when they change hands they're i mean they're going to be on fire like some of you probably ridden those horses i've had one of those horses multiple of those horses that i've owned when i like as a kid and um yeah they just need to be able to the when they they need to have a good experience that's where we're going back to so the sum of good experiences they need to be able to when they get into a hot spot bring them out of it so that that experience ends up being a good one you want 90 out of 90 you want a hundred percent of those experiences to be good not just that they're running around tight with anxiety wondering how long it's going to take before they are done and put away and out of this intensely anxious experience for them because that's not that's not doing anybody any good at the end of 90 days so that's my thought for this chunk is the sum of good experiences and that translates into building a fire and putting it out along with all of the other mechanical things for a start on a horse or a restart on a horse that's how you get them how I get the restarts the ones that I had this summer that I was thinking about and the ones in the past how I get them to where they're performing for me when they didn't perform for other trainers and the the owners are still invested in these horses which is a good thing because it's not like these horses were bad on their own accord it's just you know roughing these horses up and making them listen and dominating the horse that's not always the answer yes there is a time and a place for that but not very often um i would say a lot of this stuff that i'm talking about when it comes to uh, stallions it's a little bit different um you don't want to beat them up all the time because then you're just going to have a mean aggressive stallion on your side or on your hands but there's definitely a lot more uh less tolerance i think for different types of behavior that's a whole nother thing though how to handle stallions i don't even know if i want to talk about that um but the yeah so that is that's where i'm going to end this section of this the sum of good experiences um being all of the things that we do with training pressure and release and softening and pushing and pulling and all those things but making sure that you're building a fire and putting it out and then making sure that the sum of all of their experiences are good experiences it's not that they're just hanging out in panic mode tolerating things 
or that they are uh, get, like allowed to buck or rear or all those things because once that's in there it's in there so yeah that's where food for thought it's what i was thinking about this morning on the way to the barn you're welcome thanks for listening to my podcast i hope you found it helpful whether it was inspirational motivational or informative that's what i'm here for is to share my years of experience to help you with your horses and your horsemanship if you have a specific topic that you want to hear me talk about the next time i'm on the road connect with me on instagram at mjonesequine until next time have a great ride